Welcome to Swimming and Singing, a podcast for Spoonies and the people who love them. I'm Sarah Nelson, a yoga therapist in Portland, Oregon, specializing in working with people dealing with chronic health conditions. In today's episode, I tell a little story and connect it to interoception, anxiety, and yoga practice. I even share a short practice that you can do to start building your interoception. And don't worry if you've never heard the word interoception before, I define it in the episode. This podcast is for inspiration and information and does not replace medical care or advice. I am not a licensed healthcare professional or mental health therapist. Not all practices discussed on this podcast will be suitable or accessible to everybody, but I hope that you find something that resonates and can bring a bit more ease and joy into your life. Let's get to it. I enjoy cooking, especially when I feel like I have the time for it. Recently, I was making a new recipe from a cookbook, an actual physical book, and I noticed that I felt a bit annoyed by the whole process. It felt somehow strained, even though I had plenty of time and it was a pretty simple recipe. But as soon as I recognized I was feeling a little irritated by the whole process, And then I took a moment to inquire what was going on. I knew the answer. It's my eyes. I have come to the age in life where it is no longer easeful to read without help. I am a long time contacts and glasses wearer for distance, but this close up difficulty is new and not especially welcome. If I hadn't realized in that moment that I was irritated and then stopped to inquire about the cause, I most likely would have gone on cooking in an irritable way, possibly burning the food or my hand, eating in a state of tension, and then going to bed frustrated causing me to have difficulty falling asleep. Do you ever wonder why you can't fall asleep at night for what seems like no reason? There might be a reason, but it would be near impossible at that point to trace it back. Learning to notice how I'm feeling physically and mentally, and then pausing to inquire are skills that have taken decades of yoga. These are some of the more subtle practices that come along with dedicated yoga practice. And I'm not talking here about fancy poses. I'm talking about self-inquiry and mind-body connection, re-establishing a relationship with my body where I don't view it as an enemy or something that's in the way, but an actual source of wisdom. I'll tell you the cues I got from my body that caused me to realize I was cooking while annoyed. 
First up, there was a tension, a tension around my eyes and forehead. And honestly, that should have been my first clue that it was vision related. I also noticed a slight headache and some jaw tension. I felt like my body was moving faster than my mind. I would move across the kitchen only to wonder why I had crossed to the sink. I was slightly annoyed by the dogs underfoot, which is always a sign that I'm not feeling like myself. Noticing the stuff going on in my body was just the first step. I had to choose to take the second step, to pause, to inquire, and to listen. And then I knew it was the difficulty reading from the cookbook. I've become so accustomed to reading recipes off of screens where I can enlarge the font. If this idea of noticing or listening to your body is new to you, or even a bit frightening, that's totally normal and okay. Many of us have spent our lives being told to ignore the urges of our bodies. Things like going to the bathroom when we need to, as opposed to when we are allowed to, and choosing the quote, right foods to eat instead of what your body is craving and asking for. If on top of that, you also have a chronic health condition that has caused further distance between you and your body, the practice could be even more difficult. So here's a way to start today. Try to do this activity without judgment which I'll acknowledge is incredibly hard to do. So even better, notice your judgment and let it go. Judgment would be a voice that tells you something about you is right or wrong, good or bad. With that in mind, simply notice your feet. Notice the temperature of your feet. Are they warm or cool? Maybe your feet are warm, but your toes are cold. Notice any sensations in the soles of your feet. the tops of your feet. Do your feet feel tense or relaxed, tired, something else? Can you feel your heartbeat in your feet? your pulse. Notice anything touching your feet, socks, 
shoes, a blanket, and anything your feet are touching, the ground, the bed, a couch, Without wiggling or moving your toes or even looking at them, can you sense your big toes, your right big toe, your left big toe? Now this can be trickier, so just allow your experience to be what it is without judgment. Can you sense your second toes? your middle toes, your fourth toes, your pinky toes. Now send a little gratitude down to your feet for all they do. You have just practiced connecting with your body. Notice any thoughts you have around the practice, if you liked it or didn't like it, if you thought it was easy or difficult. Anything you notice about your experience is perfectly fine. I would love to hear how this practice was for you. Please feel free to drop me an email and let me know. You can practice this anytime. And the more you practice it, the more you'll become aware of your feet and what's going on with them. Proprioception or proprioceptive awareness is your ability to know where your body is in space. Proprioceptive awareness keeps you from knocking your head on a, low, on a low doorway or your hip on a counter. And the lack of proprioceptive awareness has the opposite effect. You can build proprioception by being purposefully aware of your body like we just practiced. Interoception or interoceptive awareness is your ability to know what's going on inside your body. Interoceptive awareness lets you know when you need to pee, when you're hungry, And if you're really paying attention, it can work like an early warning alarm system to let you know if you're starting to get anxious or overwhelmed. And if possible, you can remove yourself from the situation before those feelings turn into something bigger. I used to sometimes get super anxious, even panicky when driving. 
It felt like it came out of nowhere and I didn't think I had any way to control it. But then one day I noticed as I was driving that I was gripping the steering wheel really tightly while also (laughs) clenching my jaw and squeezing my shoulders up towards my ears. Then I became aware that I was also holding my breath a bit. As soon as I became aware of all of those things, I was able to untense my physical body and take a deep breath. My anxiety noticeably lessened and I continued the drive without the anxiety getting the better of me. I still experience bouts of anxiety while driving. It's far from my favorite activity but I stay aware of my breathing and the tension in my body while I'm driving, and I'm aware of any subtle change. When I notice the tension creeping in, I take a deep breath and I feel my feet connected to the car and the anxiety dissipates. I encourage you to spend some time getting curious about your breath and body throughout your day, noticing both what's going on on the outside and the inside. Can you become aware of tension in your body before it turns into a migraine? Can you become aware of holding your breath before it turns into panic? Can you become aware of mild annoyance caused by aging eyes before it turns into a night of insomnia? Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I hope you learned a little something, rested a bit, or made a new connection. Thank you so much for listening to Swimming and Singing. If you're interested in working with me or joining my online therapeutic yoga membership, head to my website at bit.ly slash yoga therapy for spoonies. And there you'll also find a link to a free yoga in bed three-part course. Links and contact information for me and my guests can be found in the show notes. If you like what you've heard, please share, rate, and review this podcast. If you have thoughts or comments you'd like to share with me, please reach out. I'd love to hear from you. Until next time, keep swimming and keep singing.